that was good. We kept it under 30 minutes. And uh, the intention now that is that we're going to potentially podcast this for people who want to spend more time maybe thinking about it more. Thinking about of... the know-it-all a little bit more because the know-it-all, I think, can be really annoying. Yep. And and it, it can actually, I don't think what we talked about is where they can actually cause problems in the transaction because yeah. of their... The information that they bring might not always be the correct information. And they try Uh to push that information on to negotiate something or, you know, push about their maybe their belief about something that could be incorrect and then make something just worse than it could have been. Uh, There's no doubt. I have lost relationships as a result of agents that didn't know when to stop. Yeah. And, you know, that's a sad thing because the the people that I'm speaking with are very capable agents, but they're just not good people, people. Does that make sense? They, they, I think, uphold their pride. They uphold their self-confidence to such high levels that it, it defaces them. It degrades their, their ability to make money because they, they don't know when to stop. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really bad. I mean, I remember my boss uh, got involved with someone that was so irate with me only to find out that she was wrong after the fact. By that time, the damage was done and I didn't want to work with this agent anymore mm-hmm. simply because I didn't like how they represented themselves as a person. Mm-hmm. So, oh. I, I mean, I have a story that I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, it happened to be with one of the agents in my office and it's interesting because we pulled out the topic for next week, which is going to be double ending. Right. And so it was a dual agency because it's the same company. Okay. Um, and this person wanted to just constantly school me on the fact that, you know, they knew so much more about how to negotiate, you know, certain things. Okay. And, and in the transaction, I would say, well, you're trying to tell me how to negotiate for my buyer. And although I appreciate what you're doing, that's not what my buyer wants. And now you're going in trying to make your suggestions while we're physically together at a buyer inspection. And you show up and you go, well, you know, you should probably do this. And you should probably, you know, negotiate this. And I don't know if I'd go to the seller for that. And, you know, no seller is going to do that. And no seller is going to pay for this. And I'm like, you know what? You First of all, you're overstepping, number one. And you're trying to come in and say that you know that this is the way things should be because you've been in the business for a long time, which that was another thing. You know that how long I've been in the business? I've worked in this in this city for over 35 years. I've sat on the board. I know the city code. Enfor- I mean, just going on, I know code enforcement. I know city planning. I know the people there. If you're going to want to construct, if you're going to... Shut up. Like, where where do you need to come across not only telling us things that we we don't that's for the buyer to actually figure out on their own and now you're bringing out information that quite frankly you're going to end up getting you in trouble but it caused problems because he opened up areas of concern for a client 
who wasn't even concerned about that in the first place. Oh, that gets to be a real problem. That's yeah. where the know-it-all in my position and in that transaction brought about like, oh, I wasn't even looking at that with regard to the fence or the block wall. I didn't even think about that. And then I'm thinking, well, thanks for bringing it up, but you you have just created more of a challenge, not only for your seller, because now, thanks for the ammunition, I guess, if you will. But it, those are things that were are left to caveat emptor. Buyer beware. Buyer is supposed to go out and find those things out on their own. Yeah, so yeah. the know-it-all can actually get themselves into trouble by over saying something they shouldn't say. Does that make sense? You know, that, that's a very interesting point uh, because the know-it-all may only have a sense of wanting to help. All right? Let me give you an example. Uh, I want to help my buyer, so I explain how they should hold title. Oh, I'm not a know-it-all there. I'm just trying to help. I'm putting yeah. myself in a very, very dangerous situation. Yeah. Or um, I'm a know-it-all. I've got a really good agent for insurance. And so I want you to use my agent. And now the insurance company does something wrong. And now the hazard insurance. And then I look bad because I was the one that recommended. But isn't that just offering a resource, though? Unless in how you explain it, right? I'm not a legal resource here. You, you talk to escrow. You talk to someone else about how to hold title. Here are three companies that you can use for insurance. There's lots of different ways that I can be a know-it-all, but I use my knowledge to not be a know-it-all. Yeah. I mean, does that kind of make sense? Sometimes yeah. knowing when to not know it all is the best know-it-all you can be. <laughs> knowing when. Oh. I don't there, know. What's the, yeah, what's the saying of, I hate what I know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. I hate knowing what I know yeah. sometimes. I can't unsee it. I can't. That know. happens to me a lot because I'll be like, oh, crap, I hate knowing what I know. Yeah. Because I know exactly where this is going and yeah. it's not going to be good. You're right. Right? So, and that's what experience does. I think it's okay to bring out experience as long as it doesn't come across as condescending. Condescending. And yes. I mean, just don't, you don't need to be an ass. No, and there's so many right? ways that you can do this. I mean, I've seen it done really well. You do it really well. Oh, if you okay. don't know something, you're the first to say, I don't know that. Explain it to me. Talk this through. In fact, can I get some more information on that? Because I'm completely unaware. We were talking about I'd it like even it. before this meeting. You And you had said, stop, John. Explain that to me. Help me understand. Yeah. And... So that, to me, that characteristic is such a fundamental strength in our industry Yeah, it's... that we, we do need to be, we, we are control freaks and we have to be to a certain extent because a lot of people don't know what we do know and we've got to be kind of at the front of the line. Follow us. We know how to do this properly. We're going to keep you safe. Okay. But so having that discipline of being a know-it-all but you have to know when to turn that shit off. Because if you don't, then you look like this, this condescending, know-it-all, lack self-confidence person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That gets dangerous. You, you brought something up, and I think that, I don't even know if this is correct or not. Is this a behavioral skill that needs to be learned? Because it's a behavior of how to be able to keep your composure and control your mouth from, I, I don't need to say that. That actually doesn't need to be said. 
that's 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 for them to self discover. This is something that self discovery on and, its own and, and, and is its own. super important. Yeah. Instead of you being the know it all to say, well, <laughs> let me just tell you. Well, I, I think mean, it really you can share experiences, but. It, 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 what you had said, I think, is so remarkable. It's that golden nugget that I'll take away. Is is this is this a discipline? Is this something that's a behavioral thing? Behavioral. The, answer, the answer is yes. Um, and I think it comes down to that word humility. How do you learn humility? Um, you learn it from your parents. You, you learn do. it from, from your mentors of how to be humble. How to know that you don't know it all. How to know that it's okay to ask for advice and yeah. help. Okay? And do you learn that? Oh, yeah. But you usually learn it at an early age. Oh, but you also learn it in this business, unfortunately, perhaps from a know-it-all. And having to eat crow. Oh, yeah. When, when, you know, when you have to swallow it and own up to something that you did incorrectly. Yeah. Right? Then, of course, that brings on the, I'm super humble now about that. And, wow, I tried to go off showing that I knew it all. And, boy, did I get schooled. You know, so that happens, too, when we come across... A certain way and you said it earlier on our Facebook live that we did and you can always go back and watch that mm-hmm. um, the story that you said about somebody saying hey I don't know it all but being able to to be humble and just vulnerable enough to say I don't know so and I'll go get the information because oh what I was gonna say was your clients like our clients um, they want to be right that was my point. It was it's, it's the Correct. client wants to be right too, right? Yeah. And and so they can they can also come across as the know it all. And when when we do something wrong, and we were like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, and then you're wrong. Ah, I mean, it just it sucks. It does. It and, and you know, I think <laughs> that the, the, the easiest the easiest time that I learned in this business several years ago, and it took me a long time to get to the point. That I thought that I was a Mr. Know-it-all. I could beat my chest. I had an ego as bigger than me. Mm. And to find out that I was wrong and that it was okay to look at the best people in the industry and say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I made a mistake. We talked about this, right? We've talked about, about where, this where I, I, that, And I think every, if you've never killed a mm. transaction as a result of your ignorance or your stupidity, then you don't want to, you don't know what it's like to live yet, right? Because I, everybody <laughs> needs to, to know that, to feel that, to know that you ruined a transaction. It, so is the know-it-all, is, it's, I mean, that's what this topic is, is the know-it-all. I mean, you can go in so many different directions. Is it about ego alone? That's a good one. I think that, that, Ego and humility so. needs to, they, I use this to both the, the same words because they're the antithesis of one another, mm-hmm, right? You got mm-hmm. ego, you've got no, no humility. Um, so I have to answer yes. I, I, I think that if you're egotistic and you don't know how to manage it, because that's what it really comes down to mm. is being able to manage ego. We all have an ego. We all have to have that ego. Sure. Okay? There, there's, there's healthy ego. 100%. I mean, okay, there's healthy ego, but is the know-it-all, is it about, could a know-it-all actually be more insecure than we think? So they have to puff up their chest in a way that they don't want their ego to to be diminished or lessened 
in any way. So they will always have to say, well, mm, you know, let me let me make sure that you know that I know what I know because everything else is happening I don't know. And I, I have some insecurity about certain things. You know, I'll bet you there's psychologists and psychiatrists that, that could talk and there's probably books about this exact subject of if I'm if I have no self-confidence, is it because I've got such a great ego that keeps pounding down my subconscious and making me have no self-worth? Yeah. I mean, I here's I the hard part. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're newer in this industry, one of the things that is really challenging and overwhelming and sometimes I would say just sickening to your stomach is you feel like you have to know it all. Right. And it it causes major anxiety over it. I've seen it. Get, I was there once. Yeah, yeah, with the anxiousness. Just think about all the things that we need to learn today. I'm going through my own anxiety of not knowing how to use the new meta, metaverse Facebook and really wanting to, to use it well and have it catapult the things that I want it to do. Right. So there's no way I'm going to know it all, right? I've got to go learn. I've got to... But it's overwhelming. And so when you get into transactions with people that come across that way and you don't have enough information, you feel less than. And they end up not helping you through the transaction. You want to have a good transaction with somebody. But don't get overwhelmed by not knowing it all because not everybody in this business knows it all. And, And the people that do know a lot should be helping other people. I agree. 100%. 100%. They, they really should be bringing about your experience and saying, can I share with you? Can I offer a suggestion? I don't want to tell you how to do your business. I, I don't understand your business, John. I don't want to know how to do lending. But I know enough about it to maybe get me in trouble. <laughs> and I know enough about it to give my clients some information but to get them to cross to, right, the line right, right, right. and get the diagnosis from the doctor of lending. And, and, and even know, in title, like, come on. I, I keep talk to your back escrow to, officer. I don't know, right? Talk to the title person. They have knowledge they about have their, certain things, and they have the specialty in that. I'm not supposed to know it all. I don't want to know it all. Yeah, you, I think what it really comes down to, and this is going to sound brutal and raw, and I could get myself in trouble here. The know-it-alls, um, how do I say it? They 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 have a they've got a serious character flaw, mm. and that that's dangerous to say because then all you know it alls out there are going to think oh Lily White says that I'm a character flaw f off, but it really does kind of come down to that because, in my opinion, the character flaw is a huge lack of self confidence, and I mean true heartfelt yeah, confidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like what Stuart Smalley used to say on Saturday Night Live. Remember that? I so don't. I don't. Stuart Smalley, he was it, it was a, it was a skit and he would look at the camera and he would say, "I'm good enough. I'm smart enough and doggone it people like me." Oh. So when you get into this business, get into the business because you wanted to help people, right? Mm-hmm. You wanted to make sure that that you were there for people for a reason that was bigger than yourself. Did it have to do with knowledge? Mm-hmm. Did it have to do with a know-it-all? Never. It had to do with your, what did Simon Sinek say? What's your why? What's your why? Yeah. If you know your why, people don't give a 
damn about how much you know because you know your why. Exactly. I'm in it for the love of the business. I'm in it for the love of, of selling a house. I'm in it for the love of getting somebody money for a loan. But the fact is, if you know your why and then you really know your why, you're above the character flaw. Mm. And then at that point, I don't know gets to be your answer. I'll find out gets to be your answer. Your smiles are genuine. Yeah. And you're humble. I don't need to show my bullshit to you anymore because you know what? I'm me. Right. Those are the kind of agents that are the ones that are the best. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's that saying also out there that, that talks about people don't care how much you know mm. until they know how, how much, much you care. care. And I, I want somebody to help me through it yep. because of their experience and their knowledge above mine but not to sabotage it and make me feel less than myself because you happen to know more than me. You used, the, you used a crazy word. It should have came up earlier, right? Sabotage. Yeah. In my opinion, this is what a know-it-all does when they start to open their mouth and they don't know when to stop is they've just sabotaged everything about their character. That's, that's scary to me. Yeah. If you feel that you're doing that, stop it because you're creating more problems for yourself totally. than for anybody else. Right. Right? Right. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are the, I mean, these are deep conversations that hopefully, you know, you, you take this to heart in the sense of it's not that you can't know more than someone else. Just think about your delivery right. and how it comes across. How can you help the situation? Um, and when someone is coming, I think, coming at you as the know-it-all, how do we tell them to stop? I was just thinking about this. How do I tell you, stop schooling me, stop schooling my client, stop, stop correcting me? Uh, you know, and that I think is another unboxable topic where somebody, you know, is constantly correcting you to the point of, you know, you're annoyed or maybe you were even offended or insulted in front of someone else where it, it, it now it's diminished. I've watched that ha happen yeah, yeah, yeah. where somebody schools, okay, scenario, an agent will school or correct another agent in front of their client. And then now... That client is questioning whether or not their agent knows what they're doing. That's wrong. When when do you have the right to be correcting someone else? I mean, I'd rather take that person to the side and say, hey, I need to share something, something with you. I have a suggestion I want to make. This is something that I've learned. Why don't you go look into it so you can tell your client? But I've had it happen to me. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. You so know, how do we tell them, stop it, like stop correcting me, stop schooling me, it's enough. You know, if I make a mistake, then it's on me, but it's too much. Yeah, you know what, this is unboxable, and this almost gets into the talent of, of a therapist. Of how do you <laughs> I don't want to be a therapist, right? I'm not a therapist. I'm, I'm a, a coach, but right? I'm not a therapist. I, I'm, Sometimes I'm it feels the like therapy. that in situations like that, um, if you have to confront them and say that was not the proper thing to do, that's a no-win situation because the person that, that offended you with or offended the client or created the situation and the problem in the first place, 
cannot unravel it and they are so deeply into their own ego. So sometimes it's best, and I know that this is this is harmful. Don't engage. Yeah. Don't engage because you're never going to get anywhere. Your best bet at that time is to go back to the client and say, you know what? She or he was right. Their presentation sucked and they really shouldn't have done it. But you know what? They were right. And yeah. I'm or I learned make, something. I learned, yeah. something. I learned something. And I'm going to make good at that. I think you have a better high road if you take that than to try to go back and say, you MFR. You should yeah, never yeah, freaking yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, that yeah. was really wrong what you did. But we had a topic, and if you guys want to go back and watch that um, podcast, or not the podcast, but the Zoom cast that we did was What Keeps You Up at Night. Yeah. That has kept me up at night when somebody oh, yeah. has that know-it-all, we'll just say the know-it-all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, insulted me yeah. in front of a client. How dare or them? schooled me in front of a client, and yeah. now I feel like a schmuck yep. because I should have known or, you know what I mean? And now their trust, perhaps, of me is a little bit less. They yeah. don't trust me as much. I don't know that they're thinking that. I don't know that they're feeling that. Nobody said anything. But I can't sleep. Yep. And now you're I can't owning sleep, it, right? And I'm owning that I was the one that should have known. And they said it. And why didn't I know that? Buyer's agent shouldn't know that. You know what I mean? Yep. So that was, that, that's something that has kept me up at night before, is, is being schooled or corrected in front of a client where I was offended or made even felt insulted by it. Well, you know, with that said, because I've been in the same situation too, right? And and not knowing anything about the, well, I'm not an agent, okay? And so not knowing where the discipline and the psychology was coming from, I would sometimes own those as well. Yeah. All right? So we would lose sleep. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. what can come from this dialogue here yeah. is I can start to not lose sleep because we're going to create a greater good in the industry of people not being know-it-alls. Yeah. If you think that you're going to come off as a know-it-all, check your pride at the door, check your ego at the door, and figure out whether there's a better, easier, more civil way for you to say what you're saying. Because there always is. Yeah. And for the people to not take the civil route out is for them to take the low road. And personally, I disrespect those people. I disrespect you if you do it that way. Right. There's no reason for it. Right. None. And it's okay to say, I don't don't know. It's the best three words. Best three words. All right, guys. I love that. (laughs) We are done. We're closing the box on the know-it-all for now. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. So um, have a great day. This was great. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye for now.